0: feel like I should learn how to start these things, even if I have to do it, over and over again.
1: If you need advice on how to end things over and over again, you can talk to me.
0: <laughs> That's the delightful voice of Tristan Lutz, who's my co-host today. <laughs>
1: and a few wines in. yes,
0: as is our want. We can start a food and wine cult.
1: Oh my God, that would be the best thing.
0: Wouldn't it? What a great idea I just had. Uh <laughs> Tristan is apart from being a good egg, he also makes good eggs. He's a food guy <laughs> and writing guy. And you can if you haven't seen his stuff at either TristanLutz.com and it's L-U-T-Z-E, and I have to ask him how to pronounce it every time. Mm. Or on Instagram at Tristan Cooks and Eats, get mm. on that.
1: Food.
0: Welcome, Tristan. Hey, thanks for having me. Jared. Thank you for agreeing to come and talk about cults. What cult will we be talking about? Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your
1: stupid name. Uh, we, I believe, I hope I've I've been researching the right one. Me too. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, the Children of God, uh, which was their <sighs> original name, I think, or was it? I think it was God. Teens... Teens for Christ. Teens
0: for Christ.
1: I would buy that T-shirt. <laughs>
0: yes. Imagine,
1: like, in that 70s style with that, you know, the... the I think every kind of episode
0: letter. there should be T-shirts. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll happen. I'm he...
1: sure at some point in the episode we'll um, come up with a slogan for the T-shirt.
0: Yes. Most, most <laughs> different. Maybe more than one. <laughs> uh, Children of God. Yes. I... We've both read and seen a lot about this cult Mm. and it's one of those things where the more you, the more you learn, then the more interesting it gets and the more you click on things or watch more documentaries. And would you agree? Then you get to a point where you go, I feel dirty and sick. It's like,
1: I imagine it's what people feel like hanging out with me. It's kind of, it's (sighs) fine for a while. And then there's a point at which it gets kind of just sad and really you feel queasy
0: I think you need my other podcast low <laughs> self-esteem
1: <laughs> that's
0: it, admittedly it's not a snappy name
1: um, um,
0: no but no
1: they yeah it is it, you're exactly right well, I think when I start when you describe it to me and I start even for most of most of the reading that I did about it on Wikipedia I still kind of was it was pretty funny um, and um, you know really, very seventies and very like so much about it was adults making poor decisions with their lives and um, you know and which both of us the-
0: know about
1: <laughs> yeah very yes mm. yeah let me just have another super wine <laughs> um, but yeah then there is kind of a point when you delve into one particular aspect of it there's what a point at which it just gets really where you just go horrible. I
0: miss. I missed it when it was just yeah, I how I felt Jesus and comics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And adult consensual sex.
0: Yes. And quite a lot of it. Mm. This was a religion that was definitely partly about tits. But, okay. Well, so the name. Yeah. They, they've they had three names. So Teens, teens for Christ... Children of God and The Family, or The Family International Yeah, I think The Family.
1: I think they've been circling around that name, uh, variations of The Family for legal reasons and for sort of organisational, restructural reasons. But yeah, you're right, ostensibly three.
0: And I'm glad they called it The Family International, so uh, as not to be confused with the Australian cult, The Family, which is like, was it The Squee, or there was some band that had to call themselves The Something UK, (laughs) which kind of just call yourself something else. Anyway, um, and Link One Eight Two. Okay. <laughs> Children of God. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Beatles, USA. The uh, <laughs> Children of God was led by David Berg, uh, who <laughs> he was unusual in that he didn't really he didn't really appear
1: to his followers. Yeah, well. That's, so there's a lot of, because, yeah, there's a lot of references to him leading a really secluded life, Mm. but then there's also references to, in the commune, or the, the, you know, there was, ultimately, there was, like, 130 communes by the end, but um, there, that the main commune that he had started, there was a house that he lived in, and there were certain women that were allowed to live in there. Dozens of them, and that they were of, elevated of to boobs. Uh, yes, yep. yes. Unfortunately, not all of them were anywhere near over eighteen. And I, um, but yeah, so it was like he was living this secluded life, except for those that he deemed worthy to live with him.
0: Mm. Vaginas, uh, mm. and his his parents and grandparents were all preachers of, and usually. Uh, kind of fringe preachers, but traveling—they were like medicine men-style yeah. caravan travelers, nomadic proselytizers. Should I not say words I don't know how to pronounce? <laughs> as a general rule,
1: it sounded good to me, but... didn't it?
0: I don't know it's the way—it's the face which no one can see, um, and so he was always quite a bit
1: gaudy. Yeah, uh, and I think he rejected a lot of what he's. Like, he learnt a lot from his parents, but he rejected a lot of it. Because I think he's actually... His his heritage is Jewish, but he was super anti-Semitic.
0: Yes. And he was also just anti... He called both other religions and the world at large the system. And yes. he was very, very against that.
1: And he claimed that, actually, that black people were being used to bring about the end times.
0: Was, what a sweetie, right? <laughs> what
1: a sweetie. I mean, who would have thought that this would all turn... Pear shaped.
0: Who would have thought that anyone would have anything bad to say <laughs> about people from other races? About a guy
1: that referred to himself as the last end time prophet.
0: Nice. One thing that's common in a lot of cults is people thinking they're Jesus.
1: he, no, he did, thought it was Moses. But.
0: Well, and it was shortened to Mo. Oh, so Mo David, he was called a lot. Yes. And in my opinion, yeah, Mo David, Mo Problems.
1: (laughs) Especially if you're a 12-year-old girl, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's let's not make people feel disgusting just yet.
1: Sorry, spoiler alert.
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. For so many people's (laughs) lives and our sense of fun. Oh, my
1: God.
0: Um, oh. so Mo, because he didn't really appear to, uh, many people, you know, he didn't get out there and preach, but he disseminated, I want to, I really want to use a different word considering his obsession with sex, but, uh, his knowledge through things called the Mo letters. Um, and I think some were letters, but they, a lot of them were delivered as almost comic
1: style. mm Things, yeah, some super graphic stuff in there.
0: And today you showed me a website that had all of the Mo letters written. That is something I could spend a week,
1: yeah,
0: reading through. And what were some of the good things you read in the Mo letters? I, I, and there were thousands of them yeah, that he just he yeah. mailed out to all the uh, the little communes throughout the world.
1: I was kind of struck by how it was. Um, it was. Very, uh, you know, preachy. It it sort of sounded a lot like a sermon at times, but it was, you know, from this old bearded dude. Mm. Um, he he still was kind of
0: like Fiddler Santa. He looked, (laughs) he looked a bit, although jazz, jazz Santa.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he he had a real homeless chic thing, (laughs) didn't he? Also, I
0: want a jazz Santa t shirt, jazz Santa, yeah.
1: Um,
0: Maybe Jizz Santa. Santa. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, well, but, I was just
1: wrestling with yeah. whether or not to say that out loud, so yeah, thank you yeah. for uh, blazing a trumpet. My pleasure. There. My pleasure. Um, no, so you would have, like, these these gospels that he would write in his mo letters, but then he would try to throw in all of these colloquialisms as well <laughs> into them and make it sound like – because they were based out of um, Huntington, Huntington Beach? No. They, they, in started in, they
0: started in California and then took over a thing called a soul ranch in Texas. That's
1: right, the East soul ranch.
0: And then they just went all over the joint because cults like to run away.
1: But you yeah, know, it was Huntington Beach, so it was super surfy and skateboarding, and that whole culture. And so all of his language, I, like there was a um, pit that I wrote down here um, where he was he's talking about Jesus in one of his letters, and the letter was called "The Lover of All Lovers." Uh, <laughs> um,
0: because that Jesus, he was a goer, wasn't he?
1: <laughs> Fucked like a machine. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, <old> rabbit um, <laughs> hips,
1: Jesus. <laughs> That's why he only wore a robe.
0: Um, <laughs> and the like sandals, he was sick of washing drips off his socks. Oh. That's just... Disc- oh, okay, one of us is going to take it too far.
1: It'll be me. <laughs> Not this weather or that. Uh, no, but he wrote, um, he had very little to do with the highfalutin, rich-robed churchy scribes, Pharisees, <laughs> um... Except when he insisted on, except when they insisted on annoying him with their critical questions, then he'd sock it to them.
0: Are they your words? No, they're his words. Wow. 100%. Wow. Sock it to them.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I also like that in a lot of the mo letters, cause you know, I love an acronym mm-hmm. or as I say, I L A A, uh, And it took me a second because there's all these um, PTLs and GBYs and it's praise the Lord and God bless you. Um, I just imagine if... I I sometimes like to project and think if they went along a different stream of madness, would he just deliver all his mo letters in acronyms? (laughs) Probably not.
1: Codes. Yeah. Well, the comics worked very well for him.
0: Yeah. They There's so many nipples in these comics, but there, there is some cock as well. So it's quite, it was ahead of
1: its time. Yeah, you it's know. easy to masturbate to.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, Game of Thrones could really learn something about showing a bit of male organs as well from the Mo letters. Oh, my God. What if Game of
1: Thrones is just a Mo letter?
0: <gasps>
1: it's just he's found a new form.
0: Well, it is. What's the cult called in... Game of Thrones.
1: It, I don't think it's the family internet or, <laughs> or teens for Christ. I'm pretty. Can we
0: just yeah? Let's just rewind and check. Um, so one of the things we need to talk about sex. That's oh, that's a flashback to my teens, isn't it? Um, Have
1: you not talked about it since then?
0: No. Well, yes. No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Mind you, I was quite like. I think I was 13 before I. Someone told me that the word wank was different to sex. Right. Yeah, yeah. I caught up, like I caught up. Okay. I've done really a good job of catching up. Um, But sex in the children of God, they were really quite, I mean, fundamental fundamentalist Christians on one level. I mean, they even they wouldn't go and seek medical advice because they believed that mm. God would either, would either heal you or he would decided that you should either suffer or die. Yes. Great. Yeah. That's the less sexy Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's also
1: really telling that when, you know, when you, when um, Mo wrote down his lists of things about the system that he, um, you know, thought were great examples of why the system was just rigged against common people he would give examples like the medical system, the financial Mm. system, and the anti-pedophilia laws. They are the actual examples that he would give. Yes. Another little teaser (laughs) there, folks. Well
0: do you think actually before we get to the sex thing, what kind of what kind of follower do you think there was a specific kind of follower that either um, Mo David wanted in the cult, like it, it, he sort of engineered that, or do you think there was a specific kind of follower that was drawn to children of God?
1: I, th- I couldn't escape, from everything that I've read and all the photos that I've seen, I'm sure it's a really biased cross-section, but I couldn't escape the fact that they were all kind of quite hot. Yeah. Which, for footages of cults, is actually pretty unusual in my experience my do experience. have you
0: seen Charlie Manson's dimples when he was a young man <laughs> he's delightful
1: um, so and you see you know you'd hear stories about them rocking them rocking up on the beach with a guitar and sort of playing surfers and, and I agree I think
0: they on. were like they're an uncommonly good looking
1: and there's some famous people that have come out of there like <gasps> the,
0: the Phoenix family River yeah. Phoenix although like at the his time, parents mm. yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah, Rakeen and River and Rain Phoenix although at the time they were called their sur- surname was Bottom. Yes, wasn't that a very changed, good thing? Which I think comes from um, yes, having from where they came from comes from where your surname <gasps> meant what you did.
0: I yep. <laughs> I let out a little squeak when I read that, and it's like, have you met the bottoms,
1: <laughs> especially Rain Bottom? <laughs> and
0: uh, I'm going to have to correct you. It's pronounced Joaquim, um, Joaquim Bottom. Uh, and Rose McGowan.
1: Yeah. But then they gave themselves the names Phoenix then after they left the cult because of the fact that they were rising from the ashes of who they had been. Oh,
0: which brings me to another point. You you saw uncommonly good-looking people. I, when I saw photos and videos, I thought, fucking hippies.
1: Mm. That's absolutely true.
0: Definitely hippies. Hey, something else that I... Mm. One of
1: my favourite things about Mo David was that he famously... Um, he gave in his letters a whole, like, tried to make a whole lot of predictions about the future, every one of which was completely false.
0: Because I did think that uh, Christ would return yeah, in 1993. 1993, and I had
1: a look, and famous people born in 1993, Zayn Malik. Wow. So perhaps Zayn Malik of One Direction is Jesus, and we just don't know it yet.
0: If you were born in 1993, and
1: you're the Messiah... Instagrammers.
0: Um, yeah. I think I'm going to have a Facebook page. Ooh. I mean, I probably already have a Facebook page. Uh,
1: and when I'm waving my hand now, the URL should be coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how these podcasts work, right? But
0: back to jazz, Sandra and the sex. Sexy, 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 sex. And that's the bottoms. A, that's a, that's a band name. <laughs> and the bottoms. Um, the – talk us talk us through the nookie, Tristan.
1: Um, so, other, I mean, I get the feeling that before the big thing that we're about to mm. talk about, which is flirty fishing, I get the feeling that before the advent of that as a term and as an idea, there was probably quite a lot of moist occurrences happening at the commune.
0: Yes. Um, and imagine, like, yeah, hippies – whenever the, I think of hippies and sex, I also just think of – Why would you not bathe more? Um, But that's me casting aspersions. I'm I'm tarring everyone with the same fetid, disgusting brush. Um,
1: I guess you would stop showering as often after a while if you kind of realised that after five minutes you'd be covered in cum again.
0: Yep, that's true. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to have a sip. Because I need to wash my brain One of the main things that Jazz Santa believed in was that sex is beautiful and God wants us to have sex and we are... Unfortunately, he was also like, yeah, people that are 12 can have children, therefore they are sexual people.
1: So I think because he he hooked into two aspects of sex as... Hooked, nice. (laughs) Uh, Just in terms of the religious history of it um, in a way of sort of getting the followers to do it more. One was... Exactly that was that sex within the commune was a way of creating more children, which was a way of increasing the size of the, the group.
0: And I also I really like because he was anti uh, he didn't like homosexuality at all. Right. But That's he surprising. I know, but he said um, that he wanted people to make Jesus part of their lovemaking and that Jesus would be present because um, it was you know sex was holy and it, <laughs> 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 so many holes. Um, And, but Jesus is part of that. So he's watching and he's fine and he can participate as well. But he also said, okay, but blokes, like when you're having sex with Jesus, you have to imagine you're a woman (laughs) because no poofters. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which was but he was fine with lesbian stuff.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. What a surprise. Mm, What a surprise.
1: Um, But then he had, yes. then, Then there was an edict in the late 1970s, I think, 77 or something like that. I'm sure you'll know better than me, but it was. Uh, the space says uh, no. I don't. Uh, the advent of something called flirty fishing, which was actually um, kind of the name comes from the from actually the Bible. Which I'm is, still
0: upset that they couldn't think of a better
1: name. Oh, uh, it's awful! But then, yeah, when you think about the, the was the the Jesus quote, um, uh, "I will make you fishes of men" or something like that. Um, yeah, and he also right. said, "Follow me, and I will make you fishes of men." Jesus said.
0: And Jesus also said, "Goes nice with butter and garlic." <laughs> Do you like that? I'm bringing it back to food because you're a food guy. But the the main purpose of Children of God seems to be evangelizing, going out yeah. Yeah. into the community, yeah. and they'd even just walk into offices sometimes, yeah, that's and right. make kids shake hands with CEOs and go, Jesus. Um, it was basically just spreading the word of God. So, and they called it witnessing. So mm. witnessing is telling people about Jesus. And flirty fishing, as you're about to explain, was there particular, this is the, one of those things that separates children of God from a lot of other cults or religions. Really? Their particular way of witnessing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, they would get, they would encourage their, um, Primarily, I think it was primarily, if not only, female members.
0: Yeah, I think almost exclusively. Yeah, because
1: actually, yeah, a couple of years later, they banned men from doing it. From even, they, because men used to go kind of along as protection and as company. Yeah, they
0: had pipes to smoke and bears to kill. Yeah,
1: you should actually take women with you for protection because then the women could also be hooking up with people and you could be doubling your profits. Amazing. Um, Yeah, so that, yeah, so they would send their members out, female members out to uh, have sex and while having sex, that was the perfect opportunity to um, spread the word of God. But then that, evolved. And not
0: just by shouting his name, <laughs> I suppose.
1: No, no. By letting the word of God inside you.
0: Yeah. And they didn't have to have sex they, to uh, witness, but that was known as really thorough witnessing. I mean, it, there were levels of witnessing. And if you went all the way, then you'd, you'd made this great sacrifice. The actual the wording
1: from one of the pamphlets that was a Q&A pamphlet just Covering a bunch of things. The question was, um, can witnessing include kissing and light petting? And the answer in this official document is, we suggest you only include masturbation, sucking, and actual intercourse. It's all or nothing. Hallelujah.
0: (laughs) PTL. (laughs) TNA. There was... Yeah. uh, Within the commune as well, there was a lot of... I mean, wives were encouraged to share themselves with other commune members.
1: And oh, me- yeah, men could
0: absolutely. just have sex with whoever they wanted.
1: But also then we, like, the really weird stuff where mothers were encouraged to kind of sleep in... Or their aunties, the, like baby nannies, nannies and things, were encouraged yeah. to sleep in the bed with the kids that mm. they were looking after. In which, the nude, which was just, yeah. so it's,
0: you know, the tip of the iceberg or maybe the tit of the iceberg. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, breastfeeding no was
1: good. encouraged for like... Two, three years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. And I know there's lots of Im- opinions about that, but... But this was in
1: a context of that it was bringing you closer. It wasn't from a maternal context no. and it's better for the child. It was all about, um, this is what God wants and yeah. this is where, you know, and anything you do that is, anything you do that is along these lines is increasing your, um, esteem in the eyes of, in the eyes of God. It's so mm. and Cause then that all evolved, all of the floody fishing evolved into, um, Prostitution, where they'd actually start they just, charging they, for and it. And it was
0: literally, I know this wasn't the wording, but in one of the mo letters, it was literally, yeah, might as well make a buck because, I mean, evangelizing doesn't pay that well. No. Um, and it's its funny that uh, also a religion that doesn't believe in contraception, hence all these children, yeah. but does believe in written for Jesus <laughs> Um doesn't believe in medical attention.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So rampant, I'm certain, rampant disease. But you were considered unloving and very selfish if you refused sex. Right. So there was a lot of pressure, mostly on women, surprise, surprise again, uh, to accept advances and also to just have sex where even if you don't feel like it.
1: If anyone I've recently been on a Tinder date uh, with is listening to this, I'm, I'm not a member of the Children of God.
0: I like that, is that really going to be part of your pick-up technique now? I'm not, I'm not in a cult.
1: <laughs> but you mum is that.
0: So, yeah, there were basically <laughs> a lot of the communes had turned into effectively brothels because of flirty fishing, and they would call it
1: FFing.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Get your FFing hands off me.
1: And there was all these crazy, um, uh, you know, to refer back to the comics that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah that's where the really amazing visual art comes in of like fishermen, because the fish were the men. The bait was the women.
0: And so they would often have drawings of the women, you yeah, know, smiling, naked. With on a m- hook. massive gnaw With a hook, hook through, through
1: their ribs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, trying to attract a dude. Yeah, it was very hot. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because one of, yeah, the one with the, the hook. Christ well, the, up hook the cross. Through, yeah. She had the hook through her. But then there was, next to it was Jesus on the cross, but attached to the cross with hooks. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Crazy. It's... Yeah, it's some freaky shit, I think, is the official terminology. But. And I
1: think today, um, I messaged you as well to, with the, I found a form that the <gasps> this, head, that head, office, amazing. That head office had, um, had drawn up, which they sent out to each of the communes, which, which, yeah, there were 130 of at the, at the peak.
0: And it's um, like, if you didn't think, if you were still under any impressions that hippie sex cults, uh, don't, Give you any privacy, then wait till you see this.
1: Thing. Yeah, monthly they had to report back numbers on how many women, um, on each woman by name, how many people she'd had sex with or how you know had fished, um, what that had constituted,
0: how, how... many times a night, as well, with the one person you could yes. report because there were prizes.
1: Yeah, there were, absolutely, yeah, f- per commune and then overall, um. Uh, actually, that was another one of the questions in the Q and A. Was if I make love three times with a fish on one occasion, do I count it as three times or just one? And the official answer was credit where credit is due <laughs> exclamation mark. If you loved him three times, you deserve to count it as such exclamation mark. God bless you exclamation mark. <laughs> Happy lovin.
0: What if I just kiss the tip?
1: Partial credit. <laughs> um, and then there was this whole weird ass other table at the end of it where they had to, regardless of who the woman was, they had to report on as a commune, how many politicians, how many lawyers, how many like reporters, how many, and then weirdly salesmen. um, And then other. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think dishwashers and door-to-door salesmen. Oh mm. no, because there was salesmen. Yeah.
1: but Which my theory was that they were trying, that was just a way of kind of getting people in power to be Kind of semi part of the system that didn't even occur to me,
0: but you had a much more sinister thing as in who could we maybe bribe later? Or, yeah, I mean, they
1: weren't getting to name it, but I think it was just generally maybe the attitude was the more politicians, the more people of power Mm. that were actually that the women are going out and having sex with, the theory being. Once you start having sex with them, then that's a potentially an uninterrupted stream of sex for them, which they would then be less likely to mm. try to shut you down if that's shutting you shutting cutting them off from lots of action.
0: Maybe I'm just naive about how <laughs> sex evangelism works.
1: Actually, on that subject, yes. Why did we have to do this naked?
0: <laughs> These are my actual clothes. <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, you need to I. Yeah, you need to sit at a different angle. Um now we can't unfortunately talk about and this is this is actually where I think things get proper bonkers.
1: Oh, upsettingly bonkers?
0: Upsettingly disturbingly bonkers. There was we touched on it a couple of times before and It was policy that uh, children who were, you know, from 12, you're basically an adult. Mm -hmm. But children were allowed and encouraged to watch adults have sex and there were these parties and these communes where there were strip teasers by the adults and everything that the children would be Totally in the same room as, and then everyone would go off or s- stay in the same situation same room and have sex, and the children would watch um, and they're encouraged, and I'm all for early sex education because you need to know what's what, yeah. but I don't think actual actually being in the room while a bunch of strangers have an orgy counts
1: yeah, no, and no, I agree. And that's at the milder side of things too. I mean, there were the stories about oh, totally. the women that are, you know, that, that were living in David Berg's commune, that they would be one of his um, granddaughters. You know, that they, so basically, he would get, you know, every night get all the women there to be naked and just sort of start having sex with them, either youngest to oldest or oldest to youngest, depending. You know, we're talking about twelve year olds. Mm. Um, and then if there was a, a girl who. Uh, there, yeah, there was a story that where a, a, his granddaughter didn't want to do it and was just crying too much, and so they went and woke up another twelve-year-old girl so, so that she, and then yeah. she was crying and everything. She still did it because it's fucked up. Mm. Um, but then the next morning got punished because she was crying about it. And, you know, they feed the kids wine so that they would cry yeah. less through it. I mean, and there's
0: a whole lot of stories, and yeah. I mean, I know my. <sighs> I suppose it's cuz I'm a normal human being that a lot of these stories I went oh that can't be true that can't be true because I just don't want them to be. Yeah, that's true. But there's so many stories of you know a girl there was in one of the documentaries I watched about it you know one of the girls was doing this, she was about 9 and she was helping with washing up and a an a, an adult male just came and told her how beautiful and sexy she was and was t- sexy she was and touching her boobs and fondling her. Apart from the fact that that's no way to get a good job of the washing up done, that is just horrifying. And there was David Berg's uh, adopted son.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, His name was David Ito because, yeah, let's that's like David Jr., except really bizarre. Um,
1: He changed it to Rick, I think, after.
0: Yeah, Rodriguez. And that didn't end well either. But... um, his nanny, there's a, there's a book which was one of the Mo letters really called The Book of David Ito. and it's got photos of a nanny doing things that nannies shouldn't do and it's this yeah. sleeping naked with him and touching him where she shouldn't and um, you know, even a picture of him looking back over his shoulder and the caption is that come hither look. It's fucking gross.
1: Yeah, and that's the, it, what's it's the normalcy, it's the normalcy of it that that you have
0: this is a book about child rearing as well.
1: Yeah yes yeah the ideal God's way, God's God's method for for rearing a child because in the children of God way, because it was so communal mm. um, and because there were so many children and the parents often had very little actually to do with the kids. Um,
0: yeah there was a lot of sort of communal yeah communal upbringing yeah
1: and so the book was a guide as to how that should be done and, mm. and what the children need and yeah no but it, it's the it's it's how it's things like the dishes example you just gave and also just the bringing up the kids it's so um, it's just it doesn't it doesn't paint anything as being unusual or it just paints like life in those communes must have just been um you just being used to that happening at any point, at any age. Yeah, um, you know, which is, you know, why there's a lot of ex-members, you know, people that finally left that ended up taking their own lives because yes, and the there's... real world just doesn't make sense to them. You know, they realise then that actually what was normal to them and what they believed was just life was actually abuse. You know,
0: yes, and there's and that's the thing. On paper, I suppose, yes, children. They they have genitals. Children have genitals. Yes. That doesn't mean that they they're equipped mentally to use those, or or can make their own decisions, or don't feel pressure to do no, to right. be a good boy or girl and children like have genitals. Rules. Exclamation
1: mark should be one of, another one of the t-shirts. I like.
0: don't I don't think it should.
1: You know, <laughs> we'll agree to disagree.
0: <laughs> I'm still going with jazz center. Yeah. Rodriguez, the uh, adopted son of David Berg, mm. he did take his own life, which is horrible, but he did that after going back and killing one of his nannies. He
1: murdered one
0: because he... he invited and invited her it was, back to
1: his place. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: avenging. He felt like he, he had to avenge on behalf of all of the children yeah, in he Children he was trying to find
1: his mother, his birth mother. And couldn't, because he, he wanted to... Her, so he ended up yeah. killing, tying one of the nannies up in his kitchen and, yeah, torturing her and then <laughs> in her throat and then, yeah, shooting himself. Um,
0: so just in case this needs to be said, don't have sex with children. It's very, very, very bad.
1: I'm not talking to you. You're literally looking at There's me. no one I'm else so in the tired room. of these There's conversations. <laughs> if I'd known this was an intervention.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Right. You can but edit it won- these things, right?
0: Do you think that David Berg was mental when he started or do you think because it's funny, he didn't have the direct adoration of a whole lot of followers like a lot of cult leaders do, because he was, you know, leading remotely, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, do you think he was... In your opinion, do you think he was fucked up from the beginning, or do you think it sort of snowballed? Uh,
1: both, yes. Uh, he he had... I mean, I think that it's not like he was a normal pastor. He He had you know he had his like views like
0: spaghetti bolognese <laughs> he uh,
1: I, I think that you know I mean his upbringing was very segmented and everything and his views the reason he wanted to start Children of God or Teens for Christ was was because he had so many disagreements with the, syst- the system mm. and, but not just the governmental system but also the existing religious systems um, and he felt that they had all via- not, they didn't
0: have enough vag
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, ultimately, but his probably the, the reasons that he gave was that the that they had strayed too far from Christ's teachings mm. um and that they were too they had sort of become their own financial and and political systems um mm. which kind of ironically is how um uh, children of god ended up ending and becoming the family was there was too much infighting, you know, systemic infighting about what yeah. what and whether floating fish flirty fishing was okay. So yeah, I think he was I think it was um he was more normal. I don't think he started it sort of thinking I'm gonna to- be able to have sex with twelve-year-olds, an endless stream of twelve-year-olds. Well, I think but in I, the
0: back of his head there was, you know, boobs are great though. I totally yeah. agree,
1: and then and then sort of started to realise, you know, people get drunk off their own power. So he started to realise once he'd set up that system and it, it had worked, you know, and I'm sure it's probably a through line of a lot of the cults that you mm. have and we'll talk about. But you know, had realised he had the charisma to make people do what he asked them to. Yeah,
0: and I think it was quite, well, it was almost genius, which is horrible, that he gradually introduced tighter and tighter rules and everything for yeah. people to follow. So they gradually, they didn't notice they were giving up their free will. It was all this gradual thing. I mean, the, the people yeah. were told how many pieces of toilet paper they could wipe with. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, told that if they're going to send letters, send it on lightweight paper to save on postage. So So ev- the tiniest thing in their lives... Yeah was dictated in the mo letters um so it was these people were just being controlled in Mm. everything and they could not make decisions they didn't feel like they could make decisions by themselves and that's one of the thing things that really surprises me is that i mean i know that um in some countries more than others and at different times uh, children of God have been investigated, or has been investigated, mm. but they haven't gotten in a whole lot of trouble. No, which I find that really shocking, and I think it's yeah, because so. I mean, there is a lot of there is videos. That's one thing I meant to mention that yeah. um, Mo David, Mo problems, uh, <laughs> communicated to everyone via the Mo letters, but people communicated back to him. Someone called it, said it was the um, first uh, camcorder cult. Mm. they communicated back to him via home videos. And a lot of these, you know, like a whole room full of naked adults in bed going, good night, I'm thinking of you.
1: Or literally, I masturbate
0: yeah. to you. Yeah, and then
1: actual videos that they would send of them masturbating and saying, yeah. I'm thinking of you, Mo. And, yeah. and
0: then the horrible videos of, you know, children in little robes that are doing kind of mini strip teasers, which is, I don't, I really want to erase that from yeah. my head. A lot of this stuff is implied, and even though there's lots and lots of stories, there's it must be hard to prove or something.
1: Or I don't something know. about people not wanting to come forward. I mean, a lot in a lot of things, instances like this, and not just in cults, but just in in um, uh, you know sexual abuse cases, mm. people don't come forward until a lot later because the the way that the crimes have been perpetrated against them makes them doubt whether or not the activity was criminal and makes them doubt whether or not actually was I, did I lead them on, did I do... That's not relevant. Mm. Suddenly Bill Cosby comes to mind, I don't know why. Um, When evidence is needed, they're not ready to go forward because they're also having the church telling them or, you know, they might even have existing family members still in there and they're sort of saying, look, we know you're out, but if you... Testify against us, then you don't have a family anymore. One
0: yeah. of the Mo letters is all about what to happen if you're persecuted um, or chased out of town. Yeah, and it's right. like how to re- And they're like, yeah, oh, up sticks and get out because your work there is done. There's more work to be done. Uh, Thanks, Mo David. You're awesome. Oh God. Um, but uh, yeah, there should have been more jail time. <laughs>
1: How do you, it always amazes me with, with things like this, it's not like they were completely cut off, you know, they were still part of the, um, they would go out into the community all the time. I mean, they, Written.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Which, which I mean, suggests to me that other than sort of coming home and sleeping in the commune and stuff, they had a fair amount of freedom to sort of go out as long as they were doing numbers. So Yeah, but system people the were rule? bad. Right, yeah. I guess, yeah, if your entire life you've mm. been told that, then you realise...
0: And they considered yeah. um, pornography bad and anything that cheapened sex, they considered bad. But they didn't consider sleeping with someone in order to convert them as cheap.
1: No, that was spreading God's word. Yeah, that was the, the
0: highest honour. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. They, I think because they always regarded themselves positively in comparison Mm. with outsiders that um, they don't understand. So people think that, you know, that kind of sex is dirty. It's not. It's beautiful. The way they do it is dirty. Yeah,
1: right. That's right. I guess if you've been told something your entire life, regardless of what it is, then it takes a long time to break that fact out of you. Yeah. And it must be really hard as well when you leave. It's like, what's the the year break that... um, people in the Amish communities get? Is that Rumspringer? Is that what that is? Am I thinking of something else? I don't really
0: research actual religions. Amish,
1: in Amish communities that once someone reaches 18, they they go and live just in the world for a year. And they can do, they do whatever they want. And so they all go fucking crazy. They drink, do drugs, have lots, they do all the things that they couldn't do. But this really astoundingly high percentage of people Come back at the end of that year and spend the rest of their lives in the Amish community. They actually lose because it's
0: what you know. So, yeah,
1: because and you know, so watching the documentary, which is told from the standpoint, it's it's filmed by a person who has just gotten out, mm. um, at, trying to find other people who have just gotten out. and Until there was to also them. a
0: reality show where you could follow their exploits in their year out, and
1: it was awesome. the same people. I don't know. Right? Um, is it, am I allowed to say that all Amish look the same to me? Oh, sorry, I'm talking about Children of God again now. Great. Um, the, the the HBO documentary was filmed ah. yeah by the guy that had gotten out just as he got out. Um and it was um you know So we
0: went looking for other
1: people. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And they're all but they're all
0: they were all really good looking people. This is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: But also they were all they'd gotten out and realized that they had no it, they'd been given no proper education, no. had no training. And they that's the thing no, because if no you learn,
0: anymore. especially when they thought that the world was going to end in 1993,
1: it's like, why yeah. study? But So all that they got out into the world and all they could do was sort of work these shitty construction sh- jobs that weren't paying them anything mm. other than a tiny bit of food and board. And l- life must be really hard under those circumstances. So your conviction to stay out of a cult has to be extra strong. Because you're
0: facing all this... Because
1: you're, it's not like you're suddenly coming out and going, oh, cool, I'm going to get a two-bedroom hey, um, apartment in, um, in you know, um, Calif- in San Francisco, and I'll start working at Google, and I'll have, you know, and on weekends, I'll go have smashed avocado. Um, <laughs> you know, your life you're coming, <laughs> you're getting out, and you're losing a whole lot of stuff, which although life, you had reasons for leaving, life is so hard when you get out. But
0: you've also been indoctrinated to think that the outside world is a horrible, evil place, and then you mm. get out and there's also things like, this work pays shit. I have to share Precise. an apartment with eight people.
1: It's exactly. worse
0: than I've even been taught. No, that's exactly right. You can totally understand why people would go back.
1: Although then there are zinger burgers.
0: <laughs> oh, love. I like that. Are you going to include that in your pickup lines as well? I'm not an occult. Let's go have Zinger burgers. (laughs) Do you know
1: America's only just getting Zinger burgers now?
0: I didn't, and you know what? I'm not surprised I didn't know that. Yeah, Tristan's a food writer. (laughs) At Tristan Cooks and (laughs) Um, Where (laughs) are they now? Where are the children of God now?
1: now?
0: I know they've changed their name and they're the Family International. Mm. They've also done... They've also really kind of become a lot more moderate. There's no more flirty fishing partly because of AIDS. Yes. Yeah. Um, And there's no more pedophilia. Never was. Never was, mate. Never was. That was just some bad apples.
1: The current Family International website right now, when you go to the Our History page, says... From its inception in 1968, the family has had a colourful history.
0: <laughs> that and a lot of that colour was pink and brown. <laughs> <coughs> My apologies. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but they are still right. There's still tens of thousands, I think.
1: Yeah, heaps. Yeah, I think they only communicate in emojis now rather than comics. <laughs> it's a lot of that squirty liquid emoji. Oh, God. emoji letters. Because
0: Mo, Mo, yeah, Mo, right? Prophecy.
1: Um, and flirty fishing is just done via Tinder.
0: How? D- Maybe I've been flirty fished. <laughs> Who knows?
1: I don't know. Just go wash the dishes for a second. And <laughs> oh,
0: No, no, not unless you put some pants on. Um, I, I'm spent.
1: It's it's yeah, like I think. Much like this podcast, The Conversation has... Yeah, it goes from sort of being funny to a bit, for a bit. To a bit off. To, to just super, like, it's just, it's revolting. And then you really, yeah, you see that people's lives, especially all the children, that their lives are just literally destroyed. You know? Completely. It's just horrific. Cool.
0: I can't... I want to hug them, but I think... I don't think physical contact's a good idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that, I mean, imagine, for, you know... Being their their
0: relationships that. are just going to be arsed. Yeah. They're going to be horrible.
1: And actually there's, yeah, in one of the documentaries there's footage of a, a, a person, he's talking about the fact that he's realised that he can't, that no one who used to be a member of the family has any, can in, on any level pursue happiness, that it... It can't be done. That he's seen it attempted again and He's again, accepted that that's just. It can't, just he's, it can't his be. He's locked because he's. There was a period at which he tried to have a relationship with a woman, but he realised that he was punishing her in the same way that he had been punished when she wasn't like he was. Right. His, his upbringing just kicked in. He was okay to just sort of have his own conversations. In Did his he head not take a the freezing moment. a burger? Sorry,
0: did he not take her for a Zinger burger? Well, as I said, America only just got Zinger burgers. Oh, true, so. true. I'm sorry, um, so sorry that I missed
1: her. You know, I've <laughs> done a lot of research, <laughs> Joe, about Zinger burgers and <laughs> <Ella>. <laughs>
0: literally turning pages. <laughs> well, I would love to say it's been a delight. It's been a delight sitting in the same room as you talking, mm. but it's. It's one of those cults that starts, like you said, light and funny and full of hippies and you can make a bit of fun and then it just goes to a dark place. And it's not, yeah, it's not
1: nice. So thank you so much
0: for doing the research you did and for talking about it with me.
1: Oh, you're well, Thank you for, for having me. And, uh, yeah, while I do have slightly more vomit in my mouth than I <laughs> usually do in, in your company, yeah, I'm still... Just, just a smidge more. I'm still glad to have been a team for Christ.
0: Right, that's a good t-shirt, but I'm still sticking with my my Jazz Santa (laughs) t-shirts. Does anyone make t-shirts? Make us a t-shirt. So I think all that's left to be said to close this is learn a language, fall in love, join a
1: cult. Uh, Okay, as a disclaimer though, do not join a cult.
0: You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley, using sticks and string. My co-host for this episode was Tristan Lutz, a valuable human. Further reading, including pictures and kill facts, can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. The music is by the Everglades, the person equivalent of a Hula Lady dashboard ornament. Cults!